The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 12th edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend. We're uh, getting off to a little late start on a Monday, but uh, it happens. Hope it doesn't affect your day too much, but we'll be good to go. You can check out the podcast on iTunes and all your listening platforms. If you have a rate and review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it, appreciate it under MLB DFS Quick Hits. Also, if you'd like to watch the video of the podcast, go to the Roto Baller YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions there, hit me up. Join us in the Fantasy DGen Slack chat. We'll get you all the goodies there. That is free, so come join the fun. But we have a big one, 12 games on a Monday, so we won't mess around. We'll get right at it here. The totals on this 12-game slate, Mariners-Orioles, totals 8.5. Yankees-Jays, total 9. Phillies-Mets, 8.5. Rangers-Rays, 7.5. Marlins-Braves, 8.5. Cubs, Brewers, eight and a half. Nationals, Cardinals, nine. Indians, White Sox, eight and a half. Tigers, Astros, eight and a half. Angels, Royals, nine. A's, D backs, nine. Reds, Giants, eight and a half. So nothing too crazy. A lot of eights and a half, a couple of nines in there. But we do have a little bit of weather to keep an eye on. Seattle, Baltimore, about 20 to 30%. I'm not too worried there yet, but keep an eye on that one. Yankees, Toronto, wind blowing out to center about nine to 10 miles an hour. Mid 70s, humid, beautiful hitting environment at the time. So that's going to be a fun one there. Philadelphia and the Mets, 60 to 70% chances of rain. Might be another rain out for the Mets. Keep an eye on that. And then Cleveland and Chicago went blown out to left field about 12 miles an hour in the White Sox game. So a couple of hitting things to keep an eye on. That's about it for there. Let's get into the pitching on this one. 12 games late. Lots of arms to look at. Your big guys. You have three guys over 10K, all in play in some different ways. Yeah, Garrett Cole at 10-7. He's elite. There's no hiding that. Going to the Toronto Blue Jays. Good offense, good ballpark to hit in, lots of swing and miss at the same time. Cole could easily go 6-7-8, strike out 10-plus, give up two or three solo shots, hopefully. That's the way it's going to go. So Cole's a really good play. No problems with that at all. If you want to go there, I'm not going to tell you. Tyler Glass now, though, at 10-4, I think is a great GPP pivot off of Garrett Cole. $300 cheaper at home, nice pitching environment in Tampa Bay against the Texas Rangers offense that we know isn't good. Joe Musgrove just no-noted him on Saturday. So... Lots to like in that regard when it comes to, to Tyler Glass. Now, the, the new uh, the slutter has been outstanding. The strikeouts are up. 
if he's off at all in his last start, he wasn't as elite. He was still very, very good, but the walks were a little more extensive. Still got you know, 25 DK points. I actually didn't have any walk. No, he had two walks last time, um, no walks the time before. He had nine Ks last time instead of six the time before. So he's got you at least 25 points in each game. I think he's a great option against Texas. I like him as a pivot off of Garrett Cole. So no problem going to glass now on this one. And then you have Zach Greinke, who I never use. Never use. But I'm intrigued in cash games because you tend to, so you can save, you know, 500 off of Cole, 200 off of um, glass now. And he still brings a very, very good floor against the Detroit Tigers team that we know is just not good offensively. They'll surprise you from time to time, but Dew's playing well. Candelario will get into some. Grossman. Like, there's guys I get if you want to go there. But even in two starts, not overwhelming. That's four Ks in both starts. That's part of the bugaboo of his DK production, 16 points, 24 points. He has a 139 ERA, .69 whip, so he limits the damage. If he's got a few more strikeouts, which you can against the Detroit Tigers, Granke's very intriguing. If you don't want to go there, I get it. But in cash games, Granke brings an outstanding floor to the plate. But uh, if you just want to go glass now, no problem with that at all. Um, below him, Carlos Rodon's 94. I can't pay that price on DK. I'm intrigued too. I can't. On FanDuel, he's 8,300 bucks. He makes for a great GPP play on FanDuel. Just going to throw that out there. So Rodon, very intrigued on FanDuel. Too pricey for me on DK. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, 8,500 bucks on DK. Uh, in tournaments versus Atlanta, I can go there. I love what Alcantara is doing. He's got at least six innings in each start. He's got you at least 24 and a half DK points in each start. Strike elite seven Ks in each start. He's been outstanding. Atlanta's got a lot of swing and miss. They got some pop, though. We saw what they did over the weekend against Philadelphia. Alcantara, very, very good pitcher. I like him as a tournament play at 8500 bucks. You can pair him up with Glass now. I think he's even got some some uh, cash game floor to him as well. I think you got you can get you should be able to get at least 15 plus points, ideally 20 plus points from Alcantara. I respect the, the Braves offense enough to go with the 15-point side of things. Still a very, very good floor in this matchup against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, but if you want to go down, the guy that's going to be very, very popular and for very good, very good reasons is Freddie Peralta at $7,700 at home against the Chicago Cubs. A Cubs team is striking out around 31% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting barely over 100 versus right-handed pitching this season with an ISO barely above 100 versus right-handed pitching this season. They are dreadful. Uh, Freddie threw five innings in his last start against the, the Cubs. One hit, no runs, four walks, eight Ks. Still got you 28 points. If he doesn't walk, guys, he really has a big one. He probably goes another inning or so. He threw 91 pitches, which is outstanding to see. So if we can get six-plus from Freddie, that is just phenomenal. He's 77 on DK, but he's 76 on Fandle. He's very live on both sides. Um, Fandle, you hope he goes at least six to get you the quality start bonus. But DK, we don't care. Peralta is a great SP2 in GPPs. I'm intrigued in cash as well. It's always riskier with a guy with walk issues, but um, very much a play with Freddie Peralta at 77 at that price point. Uh, I don't I, I don't mind Freddie Peralta with one of the big guys up top. I don't mind Freddie Peralta even with Sandy Alcantara in tournaments. I think that's intriguing. So Freddie Peralta, going to be chalk. I said this on another show. If you're playing a lot of tournaments, I would make a little Cubs stack. The Cubs are expensive, but everyone's going to play Freddie Peralta. So that's your leverage if you're playing in a lot of tournaments. Or if you just love to be that really, really contrarian player, a Cub stack's the way to go. But I love Freddie Peralta, so I'm all in on that one tonight. Now, if you're looking for punts, we got there's two punts I got circled on the slate. Wade Miley, $7,100 at the San Francisco Giants. I love the Giants versus lefties. I get it. AT&T Park. Miley has reversed splits at times in his career, and, and more often than not, lately in his career, versus left-handed hit, uh, versus teams that dominate lefties. So he's better versus righties than lefties. 
which is rare. He uh, pitched great in his first start against Pittsburgh, 27.7 DK points. I like to put up another, you know, 15, 16 plus, potentially 20 plus points against the Giants tonight. And probably a low scoring affair there in San Francisco. The Giants bats are intriguing in this one. I'm not going to deny it, but I don't mind Miley. The pivot off of Miley for me is Aaron Sanchez in that same matchup at $6,900. Another decent Reds offense because Aaron Sanchez looked great in his first start. Five innings, one run, four Ks against San Diego for almost 14 DK points. Uh, put together a little more. They only threw 74 pitches. So if we can get that up to like 85 to 90 in a good spot here for Cincinnati, don't mind him at 69 as well. So a couple of options down below that you can take a look at in this matchup, you know, either Miley or Sanchez if you're punting below Freddie Peralta. But I really don't want to go below Freddie Peralta unless I absolutely have to. So the pitching for me tonight, you know, Cole's a beast. You want to use Cole. There's not a lot of discussion on this one except lively ballpark Toronto can rake. But that's your discussion. Uh, love Glass now versus Texas. He's my top option tonight at 10-4. Granke's an intriguing uh, cash pivot off of Glass now. Uh, love Alcantara. Peralta's the best play probably per price point on the mound. And you got Miley. Then you got Aaron Sanchez. All right, let's check out the bats on this slate. Catcher's position on this one. If you're paying up, JT rolling into at $5,100 bucks versus Peterson's outstanding. Uh, remember, the rain in, in the uh, New York really, really stinks, but – there's some great Philly bats against Peterson. Small sample size, but some of these boys have crushed him. So love me some JT at 51. Uh, Yearman Mercedes up to 48. Still still pretty viable at that point if you have the money to do it. Um, other than that, you're going to save some cash per usual at the catcher's position. And we're just going to slide on down the chart. Tucker Barnhart at 3,500 versus Sanchez. If you're not using Sanchez, Barnhart's a very nice uh, play there. Same with Omar Narvaez, who took Albert Alzale deep last week. He's 3,400. So a couple of good starting points there at 35 and 34. Um, if Zach Collins cracks the lineup versus McKenzie at 33, I'm intrigued. But 35 and 34 for Barnhart and Narvaez is where we're starting. And then other than that, like you could look at a Stephen Vogt at 3K if he cracks the lineup for the D-backs. Um, but that's it for now, unless more stuff comes out. But that's kind of the wheelhouse for the value at catchers that I'm looking at at this point in time. DK usually leaves like Barnhart and those guys super cheap. They're moving guys around this year, which is which is pretty nice to see. Uh, first base position, you could look at the, the Braves of the world and stuff, but I'll pass. Freddie Freeman versus Alcantara, as much as I love Alcantara. Freeman's always a one-off. I played him as a one-off versus Eflin this weekend against pitchers I really, really respect. No problem there. Uh, Freeman's taken Alcantara deep in his career. He went deep again on Sunday. The bat's just live, so 5300 bucks for Freeman if you're choosing to, to go that way. I love the Seattle-Baltimore game. I think it's a phenomenal game stack if the weather permits. And Trey Boo Boo went deep over the weekend. He's heating up. He's 48 for Sheffield. He's in play. Um, if you're not going Trey Boo Boo's route, though, Jared Walsh, first base out for the eligible at 47 versus Brady Singer. Angels, very, very live. Brady Singer, he's showed signs of life at times last year. He's very hit and miss. Not great his first time out. Jared Walsh is hot, 47 hundo. Again, if Philadelphia plays Reese Hoskins at 46, he has a couple homers off of Peterson. Hoskins is crushing everything right now. Reese's pieces, I can't even tweet it fast enough right now. He's 4,600, so I'm a big fan of him as well. So lots of price here for space, so you can play. But if you want to save a little more, Carlos Santana's 4,200 versus Alex Cobb. That Angels-Royals game could be an intriguing game stack as well between Cobb and Singer. Like two pitchers we've seen do really well, two pitchers that you're like, hmm, I don't know. So you, you could have some fun in that one if you so choose. Uh, below the 4K range, though, you know, Yuli Gurriel, if you're looking to be desperate, firm versus lefties and righties, but he's, he's not bad at 38. You can look there. Uh, Jay Bruce is 35 versus Robbie Ray. He's taking him deep in a small sample. 
and maybe Ray gets pulled early, gets some Toronto bullpen. Uh, but like Brandon Belt's 3K versus Miley, he's hit Miley very well in his career, including a couple home runs. So he's someone to keep an eye on at the 3K range. Uh, Andrew Vaughn's 2800 bucks. Eventually, dude, he's got to get going. It's unbelievable how how the struggle bus is real with Andrew Vaughn. But like Belt's probably the cheapest guy I'm looking at. I like that $4,500 and above range, like Hoskins. I'm showing you Otani at 45 is in play as well. It's like Otani, Hoskins, Walsh, Mancini, that little bubble there, very, very strong. And then you got Freeman all the way up top. Second base, Whit Merrifield is always a great place, $5,900. So it's very, very pricey, but really good look. Same with DJ the Mayo at 55. He has crushed Robbie Ray in his career. Second base, third base eligible, $5,500. Uh, you know what you're getting with DJ? He's more of a cash game play than tournament for me because he hasn't shown that ceiling. But if the Yankees ever go off, he'll you'll get that ceiling. So it's kind of a do you, do you if you're stacking the Yankees, do you sprinkle in some DJ type thing? That's the question. But Tommy Edmonds up to 51. I like St. Louis versus Eric Fetty tonight. I don't know if I can pay 51 for Edmond though. That's that's a downside at that point. So keep him in mind, but it's really got to fit your build. Uh, Brandon Lau at 48 versus Dunning. If you think Dunning struggles or you get some Texas bullpen, you could go there. I will say Tampa Bay is much cheaper on FanDuel. So if you want to get some fun, like Lau's like, I want to say it's like 28 or 2,900 and stuff. So you can, you can get some savings over there. So keep him in mind. Um, Ozzy Albies went deep on Sundays, 45. If you're stacking against Alcantara, it's, it's Albies, it's Freeman, it's comp- and company, and uh, 45 for Albies. But not looking to really go heavy on Alcantara. 12 games slate. I'm trying to be picky where I'm at. There's some other spots I've already kind of hinted at that are much, much more appealing to me this evening. Um, sliding on down, though, Ty France always in play 4K in that great hitters environment against Kramer. I like France quite a bit. He just continues to hit. He's a really good cash game play with GPP upside. He has eight or more points in four of his last five games. That's really good cash game floor in a great environment to hit in on Friday on Monday. So I like that with France at 4K. Uh, you got Jed Lowry and Eduardo Escobar both uh, kind of showing some flashes from the past over the weekend. They're 37 hundo. Um, Escobar's more than four straight games. So he's intriguing. Jonathan Indy is over 36. Um, if you want to go that route. Uh, other than that, like Donovan Solano at 34, I like quite a bit. He's been hitting third for the Giants. Really good cash game floor with him. Chaz Chisholm, if you're looking for a tournament play at 33 versus Yanoa, he's not bad for some value. But uh, not much else that really stands out. Like Rubio Doors been playing, but I'm not gonna not go in there just yet. He's really got to show me he's got a pulse before I go that route. The only other guy I'd mention because he hasn't been a horrific. He's hitting 333 in his sample nine zero seven ten over his last four games. Nicky Lopez is 2500 bucks. He's going up against Alex Cobb. So if you want a real cheapy second base shortstop eligible on Nicky Lopez, he could be someone to take a peek at as well. Uh, third base, you got J-Ram against the lefty. I, I respect Rodon quite a bit, though, so I'm not really in on J-Ram like I was over the weekend. He was great pretty much every day. Not as much in love with him against uh, Rodon tonight. I'd rather save some cash maybe, see if Bregman cracks lineup at 52, uh, go that route. You got Moose at 49. Joey Wendell's 48 against cheaper on FanDuel. Uh, third base, you don't really need to go up top like you might want to at other positions. You can start with guys like Moncada or, or Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager double-donged on Sunday. He's 45 versus Kramer. That's a great price point. Most people don't want to pay that price for him at 45. I think it's a great price tag and a very good environment to hit in. So Seager at 45, I think it's a good look. A lot of people go to Longo at 43. Your value, though, um, he's been heating up. He's hitting four of his last five games. Hit an absolute bomb off of Michael Walker on Sunday. Geo, your shell is 4200 bucks for Robbie Ray. 
And these are the kind of plays I like because when people want to stack against Robbie Ray or stack against any team when you're using the Yankees, it's Judge, it's Stanton. Like, I love Hicks because he's always cheap. He's right in the middle there. People forget, like, guys like your Shilla and company. Your Shilla is 4200 bucks. I guess a great price point. I think he's even cash game viable tonight, uh, but a really good piece in the GPP stack as well. So 4200 for your Shilla. Below that, Mikel Franco versus Justice Sheffield in tournaments at 39 He went deep on Sunday as well. Only tournament play for Franco. No cash game there. And other than that, you can go Candelario versus Granky at 33 if you want. Uh, he's got a good little floor in play there. Uh, but that's about it in that one. Shortstop position, uh, Trey Turner is always in play. I love the Nationals tonight against John Gant. People love John Gant. He's People have loved John Gant for years. He's never lived up to the hype. Maybe he does this year. I don't know. But uh, give me some Washington. They might be getting guys back. I didn't mention it at first base. But uh, keep an eye out. Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber should be back. Bell is extremely cheap. I mean, I'll even go back. I'll, I'll scroll on back here. But he's dirty, dirty cheap in this one. He's 3,100. Now, you could play that they, they might be rusty. Very much true. But uh, they will be back, and that could help the whole lineup out. So Trey Turner at 54, I like. Um, if I knew the Mets and Phillies would play, Lindor at 51 is in play as well because that, that pitching matchup is a very, very not-so-great one is the nice way I can say it. Uh, below the 5K, they got Carlos Correa swinging it hot. He's 46. Eventually, Glaber Torres is getting going. I can get him at 45 and Urshel at 42 and then get one other player there. You can get the cheaper kind of version of a Yankee stack if you so choose. Uh, Didi at 42. Loves hitting left. He's had a big home run over the weekend. Keep him in play at 4,200 if that game plays. Willie Adamas is heating up. He's 3,900 if you're going to save a little bit of cash. Uh, Brandon Crawford's been okay at 35, but like... As much as I love Rodon, Andres Jimenez, he let off over the weekend. He had a pretty good weekend, actually. Seven points on Sunday, 20 points on Saturday. See where he's at in the lineup on um, on Monday. I doubt he's leading off because the lefty-lefty matchup will probably tweak it. But he's least intriguing at 3400 bucks. I'll say that much. Uh, Jazz Chisholm at 33 as well uh, stands out a bit. And then other than that, there will be a couple like Randos, like Tyler Wade's there at 29 That's not a bad value if you're stacking against Robbie Ray. I can see that at $2,900, um, but not a whole lot else at first plus besides Nicky Lopez, who we talked about earlier at 25 Outfield, 12-game slate. Going to be absolutely loaded. Absolutely loaded. I'm going to try not to name them all off. If you have questions, again, the Slack chat will have all your answers there for you. But there's going to be a ton of players. Like, oh, yeah, Mike Trout, duh. Like, that's a great play versus Brady Singer. We mentioned Wit. I will say Starling Marte, 5800 bucks on DK. He's a good play. He's 2800 on Fandle. He is in your cash games. Like, just put him in right away. Starling Marte at $2,800 versus you know. I don't care how good he is. Just that price point alone, not good, Bob. So, something to keep there. Like, you got Judge and Stanton, 55 and 57 versus Ray. That's where I was talking about Urshela, Torres, these other guys that maybe aren't, like, as, quote-unquote, big names. Discounted prices and a same awesome matchup. So you can take advantage of stuff like that to try to be a little different in those scenarios. Uh, you got Casty. Rosarena is really heating up. He's up to 5K now, so that price is going to keep going to the moon. You got Meadows at 48. Again, these guys are so much cheaper on FanDuel though for Tampa Bay. So maybe that's the angle there. Uh, Jared Walsh at 47. Love him. I, I'm going to keep playing him until he's too expensive, which he's getting there soon. But his hit tool is so good in the middle of that Angels lineup in matchups like this. I'm just going to keep grinding. He's going to have some offers out there, but more often than not, he's going to produce, and I'm going to ride that wave almost nightly. But I did mention it on another show. People overlook Otani. He's 45. So if you are stacking the Angels, 
I kind of like the idea. Like Trout's always great, but I love the idea of going Walsh and Otani, saving some cash that way. And you can do that and, and see where things go. So keep them in mind. You got Brantley at 45. Always a good sneakier piece of an Astro stack because he gets forgotten about as well. Uh, sliding down some more of those. There's Schwarber at 42. Uh, Aaron Hicks at 42. Do not sleep on him. He is a switch hitter. So he will be in action. Kyle Tucker at 41 is way too cheap against Casey Mize. Way too cheap for Kyle Tucker at 41. That's a really good value cash game viable there. I love the A's versus Madison Bumgarner tonight. Mad Bum's just not there. It's just safe to say. One, real quick, Clint Frazier, 4K. You could do your Shella, Torres, Frazier, the back end of the Yankees. No one's more expensive than 4500 bucks. Keep that in mind. Uh, Mark Kahn at 3900 Love that. He's sitting towards the top of the order. So keep him in mind. And Ramon Laureano at 38. Those two guys right there, bang, bang, Laureano is hot. Khan is doing his thing. Both guys, very affordable. Uh, so they're one of the cheaper stacks you could look at, which I'm a big, big fan of. Kana and Laureano right there. If you are going Baltimore, switch hitting Santander at 39 is in play for you. Uh, sliding on down, I'd love to go with Conforto at 37 and Nemo at 36. They're nice and affordable. Just I'm really worried about the weather in that one. So keep those like on your radar, but just beware. I killed by dues down to 36. Not sure I'm going there tonight versus Granky, but good price point if you're looking to save some cash with the upside. That's the kind of GPP plays you're looking for. We know what he can do. And he's super cheap. It's just, hmm. Like, I'd rather go Cole Calhoun at 3400 bucks versus Bassett. Cole Calhoun's back. People are kind of sleeping on him because he's you know just getting back. We know the upside he brings to the table at 34. Once he gets to crushing, it'll be fun. Jose Marmales, or Marmaleos. Um, first base outfit eligible for Seattle is 3400 bucks, strictly a power bat. So tournaments only, but good piece of a uh, cheap ac- exposure to that game. Manny Margot's only 34. Avi Garcia at 33 has been heating up. Love Dylan Carlson at 33. That's a cash game play for me with tournament upside. Carlson at 33. He's moving up to sixth in the order now. Uh, if you're stacking Washington, don't forget Victor Robles leading off at 32. Very nice price point. He's almost cash viable at this point for me at 3200 bucks. When he's leading off, that's a big game changer from before. He can walk. He can steal a bag. He can score a run. Next thing you know, he's almost got 10 points. Like those kind of guys in cash are just huge at that price point. He can do he, he can do what Trey Turner used to do before Trey Turner hit for power. He's doing it for 2K less, though, maybe 3K less at times. So uh, Victor Robles at 32 uh, is definitely an intriguing play at that price point. I said there's a bunch. Like Low Kane's here at 3K. He's been He's been very hot and cold. Uh, Robbie Grossman at 29, really solid floor in his action. We mentioned Andrew Vaughn earlier. Um, you know, David Dahl it is versus Glass now, so I'm probably not as inclined, but he's 28. If you're looking for savings, uh, DJ Stewart probably doesn't crack the lineup versus a lefty, but he's 27 if he does. Biscotti's 27 versus Bumgarner. We know Biscotti loves to uh, hit them, hit them lefties. So tons of guys you can take peeks at. If you're if you're fading Wade Miley and Alex Dickerson cracks the lineup, he's 26. Slater's cheap. Uh, for the Giants in those actions. So tons and tons of options. If you have questions, hit me up in the chat. We'll go through them, but we kind of got the basis down for you on a 12-game slate. Uh, pitchers do attack once again. You got Cole up top. He's the beast at 10-7. Glass now at 10-4. Phenomenal pivot. Probably my top play to do a pivot uh, angle. We'll see. Maybe everyone's going that way and value changes. I think Granky is cash viable. Not so much tournament at his price point, but very cash viable at 10-2. Uh, play road not on Fandle, not DraftKings. The Fandle price is much, much more appealing at 83. Love Sandy Alcantara at 85 in tournaments. Uh, and even a little cash game floor. I think he's good enough to limit the damage enough 
and still get the strikeouts and get you like six innings. So I think Alcantara is pretty good there. At least get you a quality start. Um, Peralta at 77 is the nuts. That's what everyone's going to be using. That's one of those chalk plays you, you suck it up and you go with and, and just pray it doesn't get completely destroyed. But at the same time, everyone's going to be on him. So if you don't have him and he goes off, you're screwed. If you have him and he goes off, you still have a chance. So keep that in mind with Peralta. Like if you're doing a three max, go two Peraltas, one without or something. If you're doing a like 20 max or more, make sure you have a Cub stack. We've talked about that as well. Uh, cheaper play is Wade Miley, um, Aaron Sanchez, like both those options for your punting uh, exposures. And if you really want to, you know what, 6K, I didn't talk a lot about them, but I also didn't talk a lot about Miami bats because they're very, very hot and cold. And at 6K, you know it does bring a little bit of upside. It's not great. He went five innings, only struck out five for almost 20 DK points his first start out. So if you really want a, a, a massive punt, you know it is in play at 6K. I didn't talk about it nearly enough. I should have earlier. But at 6K, you know it can be your guy. If you're looking for a major punt to pair up with like a glass now or even a Peralta and get all the bats, you can go you know at 6K. I don't hate that at all. Uh, if you're stacking it up, though, love the A's versus um, – Mad Bum. I really, really like Washington versus Gant. I also like St. Louis versus Fetty. I think that's a game you could stack. Love stacking Baltimore and Seattle. Talked about that. Uh, the Yankees are very, very live versus Toronto. If I knew the weather was better in, in New York, I'd be more into that Phillies-Mets game. But for now, I'm kind of tempering my expectations. Uh, LA, Kansas City's got some lively upside there, and so does Houston uh, in their matchup. But if I got to narrow it down, really like Oakland as a cheaper later stack. Uh, Washington is very much on my radar. Uh, Seattle, Baltimore game stack. Lots and lots of ways to go on this slate. So if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Hit me up over there or join us in the free Fantasy DGN Slack chat. We've got some ex- episodes of Bench with Bubba coming up this week. Come check those out. We have episodes of the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the RBC Heritage, recording that on Monday night for your guys' pleasure. Uh, if you give a rate and review on, on iTunes of the podcast, MLB DFS Quickest, I'd really appreciate it. Also, if you would like to watch the video, go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. But for now, that'll wrap up today's edition. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, April 12th edition. I'm out. Yeah.